morning. We're on Chafei Omid Base, Bereshit of Yemeli. We are two, four, six, six lines down on Chafei uh, Omid Base. The Mlav Yiskalse B'Mayim Viyikra. We said in the in the uh, in the Mishnah that if a person was in was in the mikvah tovelin and it was coming towards on it was coming in time for Kriyas Shema, it was time for Kriyas Shema, it was like the Vosikin. So if he's got enough time to tovel or get, get out of the water, get dressed and read Kriyas Shema, then that's what he should do. If not, then he should uh, cover himself. We said in the Mishnah, he should cover himself in the water and read Kriyas Shema there. So the Gemara asks, How can he read Kriyas Shema in the water? Surely his heart sees the Erebo. We, we've, we've already learned that a person has to make sure there's a demarcation between his heart and the Erebo. So why does it say, how can it say that he should read Kriyas Shema in the water? Surely there's no break between the water and his Erebo. Um, the the Rabbeinu Yonah says that Ephraim could have perhaps it could have asked he could see his Erebo with his eyes so on, on, on that the Rabbeinu Yonah says the fact that his water the water is in one place and the eyes are in a different in two different you want Roshuyas two different domains that in itself is good enough that we don't consider the eyes seeing the Erebo perhaps he should actually look away though he shouldn't look directly into the water towards his Erebo maybe but um but, but uh, as to the heart, however, the heart and the air are in the same Rashur. So surely that should, that should be a problem. So Omar Rabbi Loza answers Rabbi Loza, the Itaymar Rabbi Acho, Rabbi Acho Barabo Bar Acho, Mishim Rabbeinu, and some say it's Rabbi Acho Barabo Bar Acho in the name of Rabbeinu, presumably Rab. The Mayim Achurin Shonu. We are talking about water which is like dirty, which is cloudy. The Domu Ka'aros Samichta, they are similar to thick ground. Such that his heart will not see the air. In other words, the water is cloudy, it's, it's dirty. Anyone's gone to a good Jewish men's uh, mikvah on, on later on in the day, Yom Neroim or Erev Shabbos. The water is dirty, it's cloudy. And therefore, there's no problem of leib libo reya toerba. Tonu Rabon has been taught in a brighter. Mayim tululit. If the water is clear, yeshe bohen atzavore, he can sit in them, he can sit in the water up to his neck, for kori enri kriyashima. Because again, as long as his neck or his head is outside of the, bo- outside of the water, He's got nothing to worry about because his eyes don't see any error. Then a different result. <coughs> oh. We're going to see in a second. The some say, Eucharam Baragle. He should sort of uh, shake it around, shake, move the water around with his, with, his, uh, with his foot. Again, to give the water a certain effect that such that his, his heart can't see directly through to the error. Ask the Gemara of Tanakamo. According to the Tanakama, surely his heart sees the erva. Very nice, his eyes are outside of the water, but his heart's inside the water. And until 
he shakes it with his water like the Yishayimrim, he shakes the water with his foot like the Yishayimrim, surely the lake sees the erva. So answers the Gemara, Kesava aliba iraya so erva muta. We see from here, well the Tanakama obviously holds, the liba iraya so erva is muta. For the heart to see the erva is muta. It's only the eyes that can't see the erva. Before we go on, Taisa says, the fact that the Gemara asks this as a question, right at the top of the page, Taisa says, finish read. With the Polish Gemara Hachi, from the, from the fact that the Gemara asks, wait a second, Tanakama, what about Liba Reyesa Erba? The fact that the Gemara asks this, the Pshita is such a popular question, Mashma is Mashma, the Liba Reyesa Erba also. The Alokha is, that liba iraya erba also. And that's taka the way we pass it. That for the heart to see the erba is taka also. And at the Rabbeinu Shemaya, Tamidu Sharashi, pass it Kamo. Just the Tamidu Brashi, he pass it like the Tanakamo. To liba iraya erba, muta. That for the heart to see the erba is muta. That's how the Tamidu Brashi pass it. So, so it's with our erba, miu, besomach, mashma, the author. From the continuation of the Gemara, it's going to be mashma, the author. We're about to see. There's only going to be a machlek. It's about the 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 heel thing. The erba. We'll see this in a second. also. When it comes to the lace thing, the erba, the tosus halacha is that everyone agrees that the lace thing, the erba, is also. And therefore, if a person's in a, in water. He has to either shake the water around. Another way they talk about and that is do it with his arms. With his arms to make a demarcation between the heart and the, the erva. Yes, to wrap his arms around his waist. Obviously without his hands actually touching his body. Because if his hands touch his body, he can't make a bracha anyway. Can't say Shema if his hands touch his body. So it means the arms, he wraps his arms around, but the hands remain uh, sort of un- untouching anything. Uh, continues on the Gemara. We're on Chafei on the base, two lines down into the middle, middle side lines. Okay, you've said the Tanakama, he's not worried about the heart seeing the erva. As long as the his head is outside of the water. That's all right, we said, because then his eyes don't see his erva. As for the heart, seeing the erva, we're not worried about that. But what about Akeva? What about his foot? His heel, literally. Surely that sees the erva. It's loved after Akeva. It means any other part of the body. The, the, the uh, Akeva is the closest part to the, to the erva. So, answer the Gemara, Kisaba, he holds, the Tanakama holds, not only can the heart see the erva, so to the foot, the heel, seeing the erva is also mutter. As long as his eyes don't see the erva, as long as his head is outside of the water, that's fine. Itzma has been said. His heel to see the erva is mutter. Negea, his foot, for his leg to touch the erva, that's a machlekes. Abaye Omar, Abaye says, also it's forbidden. 
But Robo Omar Mota. Robo says, even for the leg to touch the erva is Mota. Rav Zavid, Masni Lalash, Maita Hachi. That's how Rav Zavid learned the whole Sukhya. Like we just said. But Rav Chinnah, Bredi Rav Eka, Masni Lalashi. Rav Chinnah, the son of Rav Eka, he learned it like this. Nogea Adibiakal Osa, he's more Mahmeh. He says, if the leg is touching the Erva, everyone agrees it's Osa to say Shema. The Machlokes is only in Raya. Can the, can the leg see the Erva? So Abaye Omar also, Abaye says it's forbidden for the, for the leg even to see the Erva. He has to have a baguette which wraps just around the Erva. And Robo Omar, whereas Robo says it's Mutter. Because the Nitsin al Torah, the Malachi al The Torah wasn't given some Alochim. What do you want of a person? That's natural that the leg will see the Erva. The Hilchasan Alocha is Negea Osur, that for the leg to touch the Erva is Osur, Roya Mutter. But for it to see the Erva is Mutter. And Tosu says, what's the reason why it's forbidden for the leg to, to touch the erva? So Tosu says, also. The time and the reason is, because we know, because we make a decree, we're worried, Once we allow his leg to touch his erva, we're worried he may come to touch, touch his erva with his hand, whilst reading Kriya Shema. So it's a Gazeera. But that's Takeda Alocha. The Alocha is, for the eyes to see the erva is obviously forbidden. We're talking about while saying a brocha, while saying shema. For the heart to see the erva is also awesome. So there's got to be a, de- a demarcation, a division between the heart and the erva. For any other part of the body to see the erva is muta, but to be touching the erva is awesome. And a person has to be aware of that. He can't say shema, he can't daven, he can't say brochas. If the elbow is touching his leg. Carries on the Gemara. Oh my Rob. So you're about Shoshis. The loss of the Gemara there is Muta. Liberia, so Erva is Mutter. Okay, so that, 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 well, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not. Really I, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm not so sure that it means literally Kreiso means that his stomach is sort of out here. Well, it means literally there is a division. Right. In distance wise. I don't, I'm not sure what it means by. I don't know who says that, but. Who says Kreiso, so Erva? Mafsik? Yeah, he's right there, but it's called Kass. Who's he quoting from? He's trying to explain the Tanakhama's view, Rosa Eva Mutter, so he's trying to understand why is it Mutter. So he says, Shalibo, Eidem, Rosa Eva, Kass, Kibbutz, Shalibo, Mastic, Bain, Alayta, Eva. See, I'm saying that, they, 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 I mean, unless they say, Rashi doesn't say that. Yeah. I don't think Rashi says that anyway. I'm sure he's bringing it from somebody, but I'm, I'm not so sure it means literally that sort of the stomach's sticking out there. And that somebody who's, you know, is nice and lean, they would, would have a problem. I don't think that's the uh, case. Oh, my Robert. Says Robert. 
Soyo Baal Shoshis, Mutsu Likrias Kriyas Shema Kenegdo. If you've got literally in a lantern, literally means a lantern, our Shoshis, for our purposes, means behind, behind glass. Behind glass, there's Soyo, there's excrement. Mutsu Likrias Kriyas Shema Kenegdo, it's Mutsu to read Kriyas Shema whilst facing it. Whereas Erebor Baal Shoshis, if behind glass there's Erebor, also liquor is Kriyashima Kenegdo. It's forbidden to read Kriyashima opposite it. Why? What's the difference? Because Soyobar Shoshis, when it comes to excrement behind the glass, Mutsu liquor is Kriyashima Kenegdo. It's Mutsu to read Kriyashima while facing it. The Soyo, the Kisi Tali Milso. Because when it comes to Soyo, the Torah says, the Chisiso Esteotecho. It all depends on it being covered. And it is covered. For Michasio, and it's covered. It's covered by glass, so it's covered nonetheless. Whereas Erevo Bashoshis, if it's Erevo behind, it's nakedness behind the glass, then also the Kriyat Kriyashima Kenegdo. It's forbidden for a person to read Kriyashima while facing the Erevo, because the Torah says that you can't see any erbo. So I'll come At the end of the day, can you see erbo? The answer is yes. So therefore, <coughs> if behind glass you've got erbo, it's a problem. Because you can see the erbo. You can see it. Whereas when it comes to Tzoyah, so it says the chisisa es teotecho. Once it's covered, it's covered. When it's covered by glass and it's see through, it doesn't make a difference. It's still covered. And therefore, tzoya behind glass is mutter. Omar Abai says Abai. Tzoya kolshu mevatlo b'roik. If you've got a bit of soil, a bit of excrement on the floor, a person can be mavatal it, can nullify it by spitting on it. Omar Robo says Robo, but let's just qualify, Uberaik Ovo. That means with thick spit, with mucus. Not just a bit of, uh, bit of watery spit, that's not going to nullify any soil. As Rabbeinu Yonah says, it doesn't mean once you spat on it, now it's bottled and mavatal forever. It means whilst the spit is there, whilst the mucus is there, it's bottle. But once it dries up, once the spittle dries up, then it's back to its former status and you will not be able to read Kriyashima while facing it. Omar Rava says Rava another halacha. Sayyab Guma. If you've got a bit of excrement in, in a little ditch, Minyak Sandalay Alewa Bakari Kriyashima. He could place his shoe, literally a sandal, over the ditch. So now it's properly covered. And he could eat Kriyashima. That <coughs> 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 uh, we're about time now. About time now. Um, so for Ma Breda Ravina, so Ma Breda Ravina, he asked the Shaila. So you're the book of the Sandal in Mai. What happens if the tzoyah is stuck to the bottom of the shoe? 
What's the din then? Would that be the same? You told me this, the tzoya is in a ditch, and he puts the shoe over the ditch. That's fine. What if the tzoya is on the bottom of the shoe? Now here, the Rabbeinu Yonah says it could be talking about the case when it's in the ditch. And it means that the shayla now is what it's touching the shoe. Until now, it's been in the ditch, and the shoe's on top of the ditch, but it's not touching the tzoya. Now he's asking what happens if the shoe, the ditch isn't that deep, and when he puts his shoe over the ditch, the shoe touches the uh, the tzoya. Is that still fine? That's I think that, that's that's one way he learns. The other way he learns is he brings from Zamzi is um, yeah. The, the, the other way he learns is that it's two separate, two completely separate uh, issues. The first one is when it's inside the ditch. And he puts his shoe over the ditch, even if it's touching, it would be absolutely fine, according to the other way of learning. Now the Gomorrah's got a shy, his dummy's walking somewhere. And he walks into a bit of animal muck. Can he read Kriyashima? That's the shy of the Gomorrah. Two separate issues. Okay, so again, let's go to the, that's actually his first shot. His first shot is that you've got Seah inside a ditch, he puts his shoe over the ditch. Even if the shoe is touching the soil, it's absolutely fine to say Kriyashima, to say Brokhus, to Daven, etc. That's fine. Now the Gemara asks, what if you're walking in the street and a person walks into something he wishes he hasn't? Can he still say Kriyashima? The Gemara says, Teiku. And he says, since the Teiku to Isura, soil could be a problem to Eraita, so we have to go to Chumrah. So it says that Rabbi Niyona, if a person steps into something he shouldn't have, he would not be able to say any prophets or say any Kriyashma like that. He says the Ramamah belongs like the other way we just learned, was that the Gemara originally talked about if the Soya is, is, is inside the ditch, he puts the shoe over the ditch, that's fine if it's not touching. Then, Marbury the Rabbinah comes along and asks what happens if. Um, If the, if the shoe is touching it inside the ditch, that's the shyness. And on that, the Raman passing therefore, it's also. Okay? Do you see the difference between the two Pshatim? According to the first Pshat, there are two separate Gemaras. According to the first Pshat, that of the Rabbeinu Yonah, you've got one Gemara where it's inside a ditch, that's if you put your shoe over it, it helps. It's fine. Even if it's touching the uh, soil. Then we've got another shayla, and that is if a person walking in the street, and he walks into a bit of animal mark. That's the shayla of the Gemara we go to Chumrah. According to the Ramah, we're not talking about walking in the street. The Gemara is all talking about in the ditch. And it says, if you put your shoe over the ditch, that's fine. Ask the Gemara, what if, when you put your shoe over the ditch, it's touching? If your shoe touches the tail. Sorry? Exactly, that, that's, that, that, that's how the Ramah learns it. Asking the Rabbin Yonah, all the... No, I mean, he was saying there was a candy where he's covering it and he's touching it. That's okay. According to the Rabbin Yonah. Yeah, because he says, there is in the ditch, he says, once it's covered, yeah? It's covered by your foot. There's no smell coming from there. It's completely covered. It's, it's as if it's inside a cleat. So the fact that it's touching your shoe, who cares? That's how he does it. If it's in, inside a tunnel, 
it's inside a ditch, and now it's covered, there's no smell odor coming out of there. So it's like it's inside a tree, in which case it's mutter. The shayla is then, if he's walking in the street, what do you say now? That's the shayla. The Ramam says no. The shayla is if when you're covering it inside the ditch, if your shoe's touching it, is that still alright? And we say, take the khumra, then it's no good. So the Ramam passes if you cover it, but you want to cover it with you cover the ditch with your shoe, you have to make sure that your shoe is not touching it. Whereas according to Rabbi Niyona, it doesn't matter if you touch it. Once it's covered, it's as if it's inside a clear it's fine. Is that clear? Yeah. Oh. Says the Gemara, Omar Rabbi Yehuda. We're coming towards halfway down the Chafei Omar Day. Omar Rabbi Yehuda. Akum Orem, if you've got a guy who's unclad, also Likra is Kriyashima connected. It's forbidden to read Kriyashima while facing him. So I'll ask Gemara, my area Akum. Why are you talking about a guy? Afidu Yisrael Nami. Even a Jew as well. Why are you talking about a guy? Says Gemara Yisrael, with a Jew, Pshitalit also. Obviously, it's also to read opposite him. Because that is for the year Ebuchot Erevah Toba. Ero Akum is Tzirichole. But a goy, we need to tell this. Now don't tell this to any goy, but because Ma'udu Tema, you may have said, Ha'iluch Sibu, since he writes about them, the Apostle writes, Asher Pesach HaMoyrim Besorom, that their flesh is like the flesh of donkeys. Imokach HaMoyr Ba'amol. You may have said, if you read opposite a goy, it's like reading opposite a donkey. Just like opposite reading a, don- opposite a donkey is not a problem. So, so to opposite a goy, it's, it's, it's not erbo. Komash malon, that's why it comes to say, the inu nami ikru erbo, that they are also called erbo. The chsiba de writes, he writes with noyach, the erba sabiem loy ro'u. And they did not see the erbo of their father. Talking about shaming and uh, yefes, when they went in to cover Noach, it says they turned their body around so they should not see the erva of their father. Now, Noach wasn't yet a Jew. Before Matan Zaira, it wasn't Avram, it was even. So, and it calls it erva. So you see that erva is shayat even by a goy. I, I wouldn't say, I mean, enough kamina, which the, again, the Rabbi Niyan and other Ashadim that all speak about, is what's the din of a, of a kosher? What about with a child? You say with a child and he's so young, those it's not really ever. Where's it going to be a major enough in that is? Besides, obviously, if you want to read Kriyashma Samas, but where's it going to be a problem? For a male. And if anyone here is a male, but uh, for a male to make the bracha, does he have to. <coughs> Number one, does he have to cover the erva? But more than that, I believe that the, the Mayan may actually hold the erva, the Chesos HaMitzvah, so to speak, before doing the Mida. Can they do that? So that the Rabbeinu Yonah, the Ra'ol, speaks about this. He says some Mayan wouldn't do that. They'd cover the erva. Because an erva's an erva, like the Degoy. Same idea, it doesn't matter how young the child is. An is an erva, like the Degoy. It's the Matthias, it's an erva. Says, Yeshua and I give a shot to a man in the Sakoton, the Chasoka to cover him with Shasta Baroka. 
then he can then read Kriya Shema. So Tana Rabban has been taught in a brighter, Kama Yati L'Seichon Mayim. Or Kama Yati L'Seichon. How much does the person have to put into the urine in order to neutralize it? So we answer Kulshu. How much water, how much Mayim? Kulshu, just any amount. That's the opinion of the Tanakama. Rabbi Zakoi, you know, as Rabbi Zakoi says, Revius. You need the Revius of water in order to neutralize the, the Meraglai. Omar Abnachman said, Abnachman, Machlekes Levasait. The Machlekes, whether you can get away with a Kulshu or you need a Revius, is at the end. Meaning, if you've already got Meraglai and you want to neutralize it, then there's a machlokes whether you need to get a revius. But if you've got water to start with, and the person is, is urinating into the water, then Kolshein, everyone agrees that even a small amount of water will do. Because then we say every bit of urine becomes bottle as it goes in drop by drop. Whereas Rav Yosef, whereas Rav Yosef, he argues on Rav Nachman, he says the other way around. The machloket, whether you can get away with the culture, is only at the beginning. But, if you've already got urine there and you want to neutralize it, everyone agrees that you need the reveres. Rav Yosef said to Shamash, I see the reveresa, reveresa demayokrabiz Bring me a reveal of water like Rabbi Zakoi. And as Rashi says, we're talking about even before he's urinated, like he holds. And that, that, that's a, you need a reveal to neutralize the, the, uh, the Meraglayim, even if the water is there before the Meraglayim. And it's going to urinate into the water, you need a reveal in order to neutralize it. Says Rabbi Yoyna, the reveal is needed, one reveal to each time he's urinated. <laughs> if you've got a bowl that a few people have urinated into, let's say three people have urinated into, then you need three rivers of water to nullify that mirag line. I hope not. I hope not. No, no. Stomachically. In a, in a room, keep it simple and say three. Now he wants to, he wants to be able to read Kriyashima there. So he's going to nullify it by adding on water. How much water? So for each time somebody's urinated, you need a reveal of water. Tana Rabon, it's been thought in a brighter. Graf shall raise, if a person's got a, um, what do they call it, a bedpan or some sort of potty, it's made of cheres, made of earthenware, um, of excrement, or the ovid shamei glaim or a potty of urine, also licorice kriyashma connectum. It's also to read kriyashma opposite them. Even if right now they're empty. Once they've been used so much for that purpose, they get a din of tzayah themselves, 
and it's also to read Kriyashima opposite them. If you take a look at, at uh, Taisus here, Taisus says, Graf shall Tirish Rashi. Rashi explains, shall Kheres. We're talking about that it's made of Kheres. Balua, and uh, it therefore swallowed up, it swallowed up the, the, uh, the, um, the ray, swallows up the excrement, it swallows up the urine. Mashma the pirush, it's mashma according to his pirush. Aval kli delobala. That a kli which does not swallow up, does not take in anything, can go in, for example, the chokhis. If you have a kli made of, of uh, glass, well, like nowadays, I think they're, they're glazed, aren't they? Normally it's glazed, so it won't be belea any of the, of the tzoya or any of the miraglayim, then efshah to shori. It could be, be mutter, but they also, the, the God says it should all be read together. As long as he puts the revias of water into this bedpan. But with a graph for the ovit, efshah to the mahani mayim. Different kirsoyes here, but in other words, if it's made of cheres, with cheres it won't help. Something which is boilea, something which is actually uh, sort of takes in the soil, the mirak line, and it becomes like a stick soil, becomes like a, pit, a piece of soil. You can never nullify it, and you could not read kriya shema in its presence. But something which is smooth, like glass, something which is smooth and doesn't take in any bleas, if you want. There will be enough just to pour a beer of water into it, and that would nullify it. Now, obviously, this is very negative, let's say a potty. They're made of plastic, you have to know what they're made of, and then, for it through la locket, we have to check up how it comes out, whether a person has to nullify it or not. Okay, again, they're not made of cheres, they're made of plastic, I think, generally. So one has to know what the thing is. Can a, the potty is perfectly clean, it's been emptied. Will a person be able to read Kriyashima in its presence or not? That would be the shayla. Carries on the Gemara. Umeiraglaim Atzmon, when it comes to urine itself, until now we've talked about a kli which has been designated to urinate into, or to excuse oneself into, the Meiraglaim himself, Atziyatilaseichon Mayim. If a person wants to read in their presence, wants to read Kriyashima, then he has to put water into them to nullify it. The Kavar Yatil L'Seichon How much does he have to put into them? So the Gemara wants to get a Mayim Kolshu. Just a Kolshu. Whereas Rabbi Zakoi Yomer, Rabbi Zakoi says Rebiyas. He has to put in a Rebiyas. Like we said before. As we said before, that's come out before or after he's urinated. It says the Gemara, now it adds, Bein Nifnei Amito, Bein Na'acha Amito. Whether the cleave with the Yuri is behind the bed or in front of the bed. In other words, he's saying like this, if the cleave is behind the bed, you may say that the bed acts as a mechitza, as a partition between him and the cleave with the in which case he can read Kriyashma wherever he is. So you say, no, that's not true. 
they lift now mitzvah, they nacha mitzvah, whether the Meirah Kalim is behind the bed or in front of the bed, he's not allowed to read Kriya Shema uh, without nullifying it. <coughs> Sorry? Well, it, won't, it won't really make a difference. We, we added a halakha about the kli itself when the kli itself is empty. But when the kli is full, I mean, let's, uh, we'll, we'll, then, then we're not talking about, let's say, the schemas is simple, then we're talking about a stomach, I don't know, he's got a, uh, uh, one of those uh, sample tubes or whatever, or it's on the floor. Let's, then we're going to talk about a kli which is designated, then you've got a problem whether you can be invited anyway. Yeah? So we're talking about the main line itself, whether you can be mavasad it with a kosher or a beer. So the opinion of uh, the opinion of the Tanakama is that it's also until he nullifies it. says, if it's behind the bed, then he can read. If it's in front of the bed, he can't read without nullifying it. But he can distance himself four amas from it, and then he can read. In other words, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, uh, he holds that the bed acts as a machita, and therefore if the mirag line is behind the bed, even if the bed's not four amas wide, and therefore he's not four amas distance from the mirag line, he can read Kriyashma there and then. Whereas if it's in front of the bed, and therefore there's no mechitza there, then he has to distance himself four hours. Rabbi Shimon ben Aloza, Aymer, Rabbi Shimon ben Aloza says, even if your whole house is a, it's a hundred amas thick, you've got a room which is massive, still, the yikra, a person can't read, either you've got to take the mirag line out, or place them under the bed. Mamash under the bed touches the bed is as if the bed is covering it. We'll clarify that soon, how high the bed is. But therefore, he says, because we, we hold that the whole house has got the den of Daladamas, and therefore no matter where you are, you could be a hundred amas away from it, if you're in the same room as the Meirag as far as we're concerned, Boya Machanecha Kodesh, it's within your Machanecha, and it presents a problem. So either you've got to take it out, it's a different room, or place it under the bed, starts to be considered as if it's covered. Says the Gemara. Iboyeru. Hechi Koma. What were we saying before? Hechi Koma, how was it saying? It's going on the opinion of, of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. When Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said that if it's behind the bed, you can read. If it's in front of the bed, you can't read. What does he mean? Does that mean, if the Meirag Lime is behind the bed, then he can read straight away. In other words, wherever he is, the Meirag Lime is behind the bed, he's in front of the bed, he can read there and then. Even if he's only an arm away from it. It's a very thin bed, very narrow bed. Whereas, if the Meirag Lime is in front of the bed, then he has to distance himself four amas and read. 
a dirm or perhaps Tolkien garments is what he meant to say. La'akha amito, if the me'ad line is behind the bed, ma'achik dalad amos v'kayre, then he has to distance himself four amos and he can read. Lifne'a amito, but in front of the bed, enekere kala. He can't read at all. So how, what, what exactly is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel saying? Is he saying that when the Meirag line is behind the bed, then there is an Eitzah to be able to read if you distance yourself four Amas from where it is? The four Amas plus the fact that it's behind the bed is sufficient um, distancing to be able to read Kriyashima. But if it's in front of the bed, you wouldn't be able to read at all. Or is it saying... The ones that's behind the bed, you can read no matter where you are. Whereas if it's in front of the bed, you have to distance yourself for arms. That's the shayla of the Gemara. So Toshima, come and listen. The Tanya, because we've learned in the Brayta, Rabbi Shimon Ben Aloza said, Acha Amita Kolemiyad. When it's behind the bed, if the Meiragayim is behind the bed, then he can read straight away. So when it's in front of the bed, he can distance himself four arms. There's our answer. If it's behind the bed, the bed is a machita, and he can read wherever he is, straight in front of the bed, he can read. If the Meiragayim is in front of the bed, there's no machita then, then he has to distance himself for Amos, but it will work if he distances himself for Amos. Carries on the brighter. Even a house which is a hundred Amos big, the Yikra, you can't read Kriya Shema. Unless he either takes the Mirak line out, or he places them under the bed. That's what the Gemara is about to ask. Good. He's saying if the, the room is very big. Because he holds that the room has got, one room has got the din of Daladama. A single room is considered Daladama. Like you've got your Daladama. Being in the same room is something is like being in the same Daladama, is it? Yeah? So he says, therefore, if you've got it in the same room as you, it could be 100 Daladama big. And the soil's there, I mean, not the same there, I've landed down there, I'm over here, doesn't matter, it's a difference in my Daladama. Sorry? A bit like Tula. They talk, they talk about the, the, the guy being the to die in the morning, Negavasa. They're not walking Daladamas. So some people are allowed, it's in the same room, they say it's considered Daladamas. They're the use of the Kula. Yeah? The whole house is considered Daladamas. So it says the Gemara, Bayon Ifshitalon. You've been patient for us, our Shaila. We now know what, what, what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel meant to say. If it's behind the bed, you can read straight away. If it's in front of the bed, you have to be Marachik Taladama. That you've answered. But, Masnaita Kashan Adodi. But the two brightest seem to contradict one another. I mean, they've switched around. In the first brighter, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he was the one who said the bed works as a partition. And Rabbi Shimon Adolz was the one who said no. Even the whole room, the whole room is considered Kedaladamas. And in this next writer, it switched round. 
Rabbi Shimon Halal is one who talks about the bed acting as partition. And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is one who's machme and says that the whole room is Kedaladamas. So answer the Gemara, Epoch Batraita. Switch round the last writer. Switch it around. So what Rabbi Shimon Halal said is really Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. And what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said is really Rabbi Shimon Halal. Ask the Gemara, Machozit, the Afkhat Batraita. What did you see to say you should switch around the last one? Maybe we should switch around the first writer. Okay, you're going to switch around one of them. How do you know to switch around the second one? Maybe switch around the first. So answer the Gemara, because man shomat lay. So Omar kure bayis ka'aba amasdomi. Who do you know? Who have you heard? Who says that the whole house has got the din of Abba Amas? That's Rabbi Shimon Al-Ozah. We know from elsewhere that he holds, he's got the shitter, that the house is considered Ka'ab Amas. Therefore, it makes sense to say that the first writer is the correct one, and that the second one is the one which needs to be switched around. So, Rabbi Shimon will be the one who says that the whole house is considered Ka'ab Amas, because that's his shitter throughout Shaf. Now, can any of the Bakim and Shaf here please tell us where exactly this Rabbi Shimon is? Perhaps Keith can uh, enlighten us. We need to we 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 we, we need to know where where is this Rabbi Shimon Ben Alaza? He's on these bucket and shafts it. Oh, no, I realise that. It's it's uh, that someone suggests it's Eruvin, but the Rabbeinu Yonah doesn't like it. He says the Rabbeinu Yonah says let's stick with Rashi. Rashi says, Rashi I think was a better doki in Shasta than any of these uh, Purushamir, and Rashi says, I don't know where it is. Says, Rashi, I don't know where the Shavishim Ben Alonza is. If you look at, if you look at the Rabbi Nien, he says, you're going to run yourself into a, a problem whatever you say it is. Because he says, if we know where it is, yeah, I wouldn't say wherever you find it, but because when it comes to the final halacha, Robert going to pass and not like Rabbi Shimon He says, if we know where Rabbi Shimon said this, the case in Erevin is a brighter there. So, so he says, in which case, why doesn't Robert pass on Rabbi Shimon In Erevin, we, we, we pass and, if you've got, you got a support from Erevin, you should have passed on Rabbi Shimon Because of that, he says that I've been it's better to stick with Rashi. Which is, we don't know where Rabbi Shimon is. But just we have to take it. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says, I don't know where it is. And as an aside, if you look at the Gideon Ashas, this is the famous Gideon Ashas, whatever Rashi says, whatever Rashi says, Rashi and Shah says, I don't know where this is, you'd always notice a little, like, uh, you know, the, the, the symbol for the Gideon Ashas there. And, Rashi, and the Rabbi Kivyega is always in to over here. And this is the long list Rabbi Kivyega makes of all the places in Shaft where Rashi says, I don't know where it is. Yeah? What should Rabbi Kiega do? He's trying to show up Rashi that Rashi, you know, there's a lot of things Rashi doesn't know. What, 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 do, what do you think he wants? Eh? Any suggestions? 
you're, you're, you're the one in charge of the Sedra sheet when I wrote this to Valtero once. I think the, the answer is, the most you look in Parashas tells us. So towards the end of Parashas tells us, it says about Eim Yaakov, Esau I think it is, so it's talking about when, when Yaakov went to the, when Yaakov went to Lovon, so it's about Lovon's relationship with, with Rivka, and it says, Rivka, Eim Yaakov, Esau, I think something like that. Thus he says, I don't know what this comes to teach us. So everyone asks, uh, if you don't know what it comes to teach us, to keep quiet. The answer is that Rashi comes to tell you a very, very important lesson. Chazanis, something says this as well. Presumably, this is what Rabbi Kinnig is trying to show. Many Pirishim came along afterwards and tell us beautifully what Rashi come, what it's coming to teach us. Many Rishonim, Achorinim have come along and answered Rashi's question where it is. Rashi was full, he knew full well that, that there was a Gomorrah in Erev. But Rashi felt, at his level, he wasn't 110% convinced that was what the Gomorrah wanted. But that's the 110% Emeslamita. Therefore Rashi said, better for me to say, I don't know. Do you remember we had the Gomorrah earlier on Daftalus? Which says, Teach your tongue to say, Eini Yodeya. It's a limit. I don't know if you said it at the time. It's rather a limit that a person should teach. Teach yourself to say, I don't know. That means not just to say, uh, you know, somebody asks you a question, just basically dodge the question and pretend, you, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't say anything wrong. If you don't know, say, I don't know. That's much harder than dodging the question. You're right. Rashi could have kept quiet. But no one would have ever known that Rashi didn't, know, didn't have anything to say there. Therefore, Rashi says, Of course, he knows all the possibilities. He says, I'm not sure which one is the correct one, and I want you to know that. And that, as they say, is the, is the biggest temple of credibility to what Rashi does write. When you see what Rashi writes, you, knew, you know now that Rashi, for one, most definitely knew what he was writing is absolutely Emesamita. And that's why, I think, he makes this point of writing all these places. These places teach us give us the value, should at least give us the value for every word that Rashi does write. If these are the only places in Shas that Rashi wasn't sure what to write, he's doing pretty well. It means all the other places in, in uh, Shas, which makes up 99.999, I'm sure the mathematicians can work out exactly what the percentage is, or the places in Shas where Rashi does have something to write, we know that Rashi knew what he was talking about. That in itself is the so says Rashi, I'm sorry over here, I can't tell you where the Rosh Hashanah is. But there is a place. And therefore we know he's the one who says that it's got the din of Arba Amos, the whole house has got the din of Arba Amos, and therefore the first brighter is the correct brighter, and that's the one we keep. Omar Rava says Rava. Sorry, uh, no, before that. <laughs> sorry? I'm not sure. With, 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 with certain things they talk about the house. I'm not sure for this it means the whole house. That's what I'm saying. For, I, think for, I have a feeling for, for Nitzidat Yodayim as well. They also say that. They allow for the whole house. I'm not sure here it means that. Though. I don't know if you've been so much where you're saying that, that, that if you've got Merag Lime in the house, I mean, if you put it under the bed, so it's like it's covered, 
you're telling me it's not covered if it's in a different room, I'd find that hard to, a little difficult to believe. Well, no, because we, 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 we said earlier with the Sophic or Mirad line, you're not the Khuyat to. So we, we, we learned yesterday. Sophic Tsayah, which is the writer, then a person may have to check. You may have to check, depending on whether it's an Ashpo, whether it's a bias. It might be given the bias not. But for Mirad line, if it's sending to Abonon, That, that's, that, that's the matter of what, what we're talking about now. This last figure is talking about Mirad Lai, we're coming towards the end of the Zuka now. Correct, obviously. If, if there is, if there is, then I'm a phenomenon. The Gemara's we had about Tsaya. We've already spoken about Tsaya. Yeah, so with, so with, so with, with, with Potties. With parties, if you've got to open parties, it's say on there. So you'd have to distance yourself. The way we pass in is like a Christa. It's four others from where the smell stops. Yeah, with, with nappies. Nappies, because they're covered properly. Yeah, if it's covered properly, it may be a little, a little more major. Again, now, a lot of beds, I'll show my uh, will at some point be, uh, uh, uh to work, work it through. Because a lot of beds, there's quite a few abdomens. There's a lot of got quite a few abdomens to all these hard offers. Well, well, if you've got the chance to go through it, the Bialoki, he sums up a lot of these Akdomas because we've got this, there, there are a couple of Makhlaikas that are the Rashba and the Rosh, maybe tomorrow we'll, we'll sum up with, we'll sort of, uh, we'll close up with, with a, a, a few of these, of these Kalolans just to end tomorrow, but I'll try, try to close the circuit tomorrow with it. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. Tomorrow, tomorrow Bezos Hashem will wrap up the parrot. Bezos Hashem all being well tomorrow, and, uh, then start moving towards the next part.